In this world, nightmares lurk. They hide in our neighborhoods, walk our streets, wear our faces. But they are not us. They're the world's best kept secret, and we are gonna find them. Welcome to Uncanny Valley Cancer Cell. Hello everyone and welcome. This is a Chronicles of Darkness tabletop campaign played in the Hunter the Vigil storyteller system. And this time our party emerges victorious, I think, from what could have been a very tense discussion yeah, about our, whether or not to steal the relic. We maintained our integrity. This is what happens when you give us good guy in. We are good guys. We are good guys. <laughs> we held guys guns to teenagers. Guys. We did. We JD was very. JD kind of saved the day. <laughs> professors and children, but we are still good guys. Yeah. But you didn't steal. You know what? JD? So by this table's morality, you were a plus. Nor did good. we assault any of those children like we might we, have had to. We well, did, mildly. Well, we, 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 threatened we threatened them. We threatened them, but we didn't actually hit them with baseball bats. I did hold them at gunpoint, though. <laughs> Which yeah, so is fair because they were armed children. Yes. Can, can I just say, though, J.D., you have a very high ratio of saving the day so far. You. Seriously. Out of all of us, you tend DL. to be the one who saves all of us, you moron. <laughs> you big, beautiful, genetic-free moron. Though, you know, I would say, low-key, probably the hero of that episode was actually Abernathy, because it was Abernathy that convinced Darla not to, ta or not to keep the amulet. She gave it over. That's how you read that? Abernathy shook his head. I read, I read, it, I read, it, I read it the opposite way. Yeah, that's no, what I was intending. <laughs> I think, I mean, Darla, I think, was... The thing that she was concerned about was that they were about to get sort of, like, third act twisted. You yeah. Know, like, like, yep. Turns out I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> which, yeah. which I 100% also was thinking about, but JD wouldn't have gone there. Darla's very suspicious, you know? I, I, I didn't think about it until you brought it up. <laughs> She's... She's not very smart, but I feel like she has good street sense. So I, I definitely thought about it. That that would have been because if we had given her the amulet and she would have walked out, she could have locked us all in that crib. The been... amount that would have messed with JD, he would have been yeah. I in a definitely bad place. thought about it. Dark Ooh. dark place for it JD. It was a possibility, but in the I end, JD to the dark place. I decided you all. It, it would have been nice to let you have a virtuous hunter ally for once. A good hey. guy hunter. But it was very tempting to lock you all in that crib. Don't yes. get me wrong. <laughs> let's let's continue on. This is turning into talk smart. Yes. Uh, right. So that's where we left off. You all, uh, after that, uh, are able to find a place to stay and return there. You have a restful day as Jacqueline um, reports your findings to the faculty. And it's that night over dinner in a nearby mom-and-pop diner, that you get a call on. Um, who is with her the most? Probably Darla's? Someone's cell phone. Someone gave her. Abernathy, maybe. Abernathy. <laughs> Abernathy's cell phone. phone. Jacqueline. Um, she contacts you somehow. Let's go ahead and say Darla, because we all know Abernathy's relationship with phones. Let's, let's say Darla. <laughs> no, I know Abernathy's you all swap numbers. I don't remember with who, so we'll say Darla. Sure. Not I. Hello? 
is this uh, is this Miss Kane? Speaking. Who is this? It's it's me, Jacqueline from Miss. Oh Katana. hi. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to let you know. Um, well, I presented the evidence, and the school has has decided to. Uh, they they've decided to, axe uh, Mr. Johnson. Oh, that's great! That was quick. Uh, yeah, Miss Kutonic is, in our since our past experiences, they're very uh, responsive to these kinds of things. Wow, you know, normally I, I I mean I've heard that colleges aren't aren't so quick on that sort of thing, but I'm 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 impressed. Well, we had a little foible a couple of years back with uh, the theater department. Oh. Well, I, you know, I've heard some things about that department. <laughs> oh, yeah, the king in yellow, right. That <laughs> whole that little foible. Thing. And, uh, yeah, that after after their uh, dalliance on that matter brought the school into a, a whole lot of trouble, they've become very responsive to these kinds of complaints. Well, good. Did you uh, did you go back and uh, free them? Are they still in the crypt? Or? Uh, well, yeah, I, I had to let them go eventually. <laughs> 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 but it did remind me of something. The when Abernathy and I were waiting to to um, corner him, I guess, in the crypt, they mentioned a, a creature that they had trapped for some reason. Trapped? Like, what do you mean? Like, what in that picture with the the wolf that Mason had? Abernathy pauses while eating his patty milk. <laughs> Potentially. I'm not really sure what their intentions were, but I know Johnson made sure that everything was prepared, whatever that means. Do you think that they were going to do, like, some kind of secondary ritual, maybe, with us, J.D. and I? That's what my gut instinct is. But I'm not really a field type, so I thought, since you're all here, maybe you would help me look into it, just to make sure I don't walk into some kind of ambush. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Do you do you want us to meet back up with you, like in, like now, or, or? Well, I I hate to call you two days in a row, you know. Uh, I but we're always used to work, and it doesn't really phase us. Well, I can understand that, but anyway, I I wish I didn't need you right away. But if there is something that's trapped, or if students are up to some kind of nefarious scheme. I definitely don't want to sit around at home while it happens. Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. I don't want to sort of willingly let something <laughs> fall into their hands, I guess. So. Let's say this is on speaker, just so anyone that wants to respond can. In the middle of a diner? Yeah. Okay. It is Arkham. It is <laughs> no Arkham. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, professor, this, this is Abernathy. Hi, hi Abernathy. I, I know it's you. Uh <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <laughs> don't get this this accent. Um, I'm sorry. I I completely I completely flubbed on that. I heard about that creature too. I want to apologize. Thank you for for getting us on the upswing. Uh, of course, I I was so distracted uh, making sure that Johnson was out of power. I I didn't think about it till now either. We can share the blame. Works for me. But hopefully it's nothing. Hopefully I'm being. Paranoid. Oh, but, but of course, I, I would hate for this to turn into some sort of, well, uh, Innsmouth Dunwich situation, as it were. Yeah, Innsmouth Dun Dunlap. Um, <laughs> so you I'm, I'm I'm flexing my Lovecraft muscles, please. 
So do you want us to come by your house? Do you want us to... Um, well, since we'll be Maybe going to the school anyway, maybe you should just meet me, meet me there. Like in your, your office? Yeah, in my office. Okay. Yeah. Well, give us, we, we're kind of eating dinner. Give us like 20 minutes and we'll be there. Okay. Uh, Thank I you. I just ordered a short stack. Can we make that another 30? Make it 30 <laughs> minutes and we'll be Thank there. Thank you. Okay. Th- 30 <laughs> minutes. Thank you. There is a uh, creature on the line and you're just going to shove your face full of short stacks. This may be his last in his last chance to have a short stack, Miss Kane. You can just go to any IHOP in any town and get pancakes. Yeah. Abernathy, don't don't put that on my head, please. Don't put that on me. You know IHOP pancakes are subpar. That's a lie. You're a liar. I will not have that in my house. If they're just pancakes. This is a house of the oh. Lord. Ugh. Well, I don't know anything about highfalutin pancakes, but <laughs> highfalutin pancakes. I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah. But I think we should just eat and just go. Ugh. Fine. I'll get my pancakes to go. <laughs> I'm going to say Abernathy is a fast eater by nature. <laughs> it just turns on a vacuum noise from his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you want, I can make you pancakes sometime. These are nothing to write home about. Surprisingly, right, buddy. Surprisingly, we have pancakes now. <laughs> Highfalutin pancakes. Highfalutin uh, flapjacks. He's had a, he's 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 had uh, the luxury of excellent cooking for a time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The, actually, the Harpers used um, edible gold in their pancakes. Which is family <laughs> recipe. <laughs> they sprinkle it in. <laughs> so, you all meet Jacqueline at the um, arche- archaeology department in her office. She is uh, standing there by the long tables with the um, sort of rocks and minerals and specimens all on the shelves around her. The map of the U.S. still spread out on the table from where you all were. Or not not the U.S., the map of Miskatonic spread out from where you all were studying it. And she's now... Oh, uh, I just want to say, um, Abernathy, while this is happening, is I, I want him to switch out the barrel from the Glock that he picked up. So that it's harder for him to tr- for for the police to trace shots back to him. Okay. Uh, did we even fire a gun? I'm just saying. If anyone would have this such, is for future reference. If any hunter would have such a device, it would be Abernathy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to question this at all. He's just he's just disassembling it and then reassembling it. Sure. You could turn this exercise into a meditative moment if you wanted to Ooh, use like your that. ability for the first time in 10 episodes. <laughs> hey, sure, why not? <laughs> meditative mind, two dots. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm helping you here. Just, I'm trying to be a bro. Well, just, I appreciate that. No successes. <laughs> just uh, for my knowledge, uh, who's carrying the locket? She is in a, in a safe. Oh, no, she gave it to her. No, she gave it to her. Oh, she did give it to you. Yeah, Good question. Who is carrying the locket? Do you think we would have, is there a safe place in the bus we could have kept it? In Maybe. the cooler. Well, moreover, no, would Mason not wait? Not it in the cooler. Would Mason wait to try and relieve himself of his contract? Because we may need to backtrack this. Um, I think we would have been maybe trying to leave, and we were getting food before we hit the road. And then yeah. We're and so he's back. kind of been stalled by this. Okay. So, so was, who I, has it? I mean, I don't know if, if we should let Mason wear the thing, to be honest. Fair enough. I, I, 
uh, Abernathy would have no problems volunteering being the, uh, the steward for this thing. I will opt out. <laughs> JD still remembering being dominated in episode two. Yep. Not crazy yes. about it. Yeah, I think Darla wouldn't be so keen because of her, her powers, so maybe. Wolf, how about you? Wolf would totally volunteer, but I think it also makes sense for Abernathy to have it, so. I am the most heavily on. <laughs> And I'm unconvinced. Right. <laughs> Congratulations, so, you unpersuaded me. <laughs> so, Abernathy just like uh, like we get a little scene where he's just kind of like looking at the uh, looking at the eye. That just kind of like well, it's it's the locket covering the eye. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of yeah. like looking at the at the locket, and it's like, don't worry, you'll be safe with me, you little bastard. <laughs> All right, so fun in business. <laughs> so Abernathy has it. I've got my. So eye Abernathy on you. has his eye on the eye. In his pocket. Yeah. Yeah. You said it. I, I just reiterated. I'm, that's his boo. That's not yours. It's a shared boo. Yeah. <laughs> so, that brings us to the architecture. She's, um, or archaeology, not architecture. I, like, I got to the archaeology office. She's leaning over the maps and studying the campus. Well, his office is in the library, which is where I work. You'd think I would know if there was any kind of secret place there. It's just, where would you hide something on campus if you wanted to hide some kind of... Do they have some kind of, like, they're an evil cult, right? So do they have some sort of, like, secret hideout, bunker? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Do you, uh, are you referring to the underground library? It's not underground? <clears throat> well, I mean, there might have been an actual... There's there's a, there's a an underground tunnel that goes there, but the, the building itself is... Uh, everyone knows about that. It's, it's above ground. Oh. I mean, should we go and search his office, maybe? Or his previous office? Maybe there's something there? Or do you think it maybe was in his house? Well, you all were there. I mean, did it seem like the kind of place where you could hide? Uh, she uh, sort of motions in the air. Things like you found in the photographs. I mean, we didn't really get a good look at it, but... I, uh... Do they have, like, a shed somewhere? We might. Well, I mean, there's uh, there's an old greenhouse behind the... Where the agriculture program was before they shut it down. Worst case scenario, we could go through his, his files since he's detained for now. It's Wait his a minute. computer or... Mason, what about the what about the, the picture you got that has a wolf in a cage, doesn't it? No. Do you think that maybe we could look at that and see if she sure. knows well, what that a, is? That's a good idea. Uh, the professor wasn't interested in taking it, so Mason just kept it. Right. So you pull it out and set it on the table. And uh, she puts her her glasses on on her on her nose and, and leans in. Well, I don't know. Do you all see anything? What does it look like? Oh, there's a wolf. Specifically, is in the in the frame. Um, it's on a uh, a floor, a sort of uh, mosaic stone floor, and uh, it's pretty close on the cage. There's not a lot uh, around it, 
but in the back there is a sort of hanging um, uh, curtain with a, a distinctive design on it. And she's sort of looking closely at that. I recognize this pattern, but I don't know where I've seen it. Can I try to do an eye for the strange kind of try with mm -hmm. it a little bit? Maybe like put my hand on the photo and try and... Yeah, please do. Try. And uh, while she's doing that, Abernathy would like to kind of dig into his occult lore to see if he recognizes it. Okay. What would I... What do I roll? Would it be a cult? A cult... Um, Eye for the Strange, mm -hmm. and let's say Presence. Right. Roll uh, similar need, to Abernathy. For any role, you, you fundamentally you need an attribute and a skill or merit. Because we homebrewed your psychic abilities, I add your merit and skill together, so okay. it's a more reliable well, I'm going to burn another roll card. Okay. That is three successes for Abernathy. Can I, what did you roll, Intelligence Occult? Uh, I rolled Intelligence Occult, and I added my occult training. I don't have that, so I'm just Ooh. doing the normal Also three successes. All right. I mean, I could go check every room. Yeah. Yeah, you'd probably be back by the time we're done talking about <laughs> that, that it. That was a laugh burp. <laughs> Alert. Um, that would be seven. Seven. Yeah. Are you sure you needed the willpower? I don't think I did. <laughs> Are you yeah, sure? Probably not. Wow. <laughs> I wanted to make sure we got it. You okay? did. By golly, you, you did. Mason and Abernathy <laughs> hemming and hawing over the, the calligraphy. Do you see the universe now? Abstract <laughs> shapes of the art. You're just like, I just turned into um, oh. Mr. Manhattan. The future. Very tall and blue and bald. All right. Uh, okay. So, in order of completion, um, Abernathy. You don't really recognize the pattern, mm -hmm. but as you're contemplating the the problem, you're thinking about where this place might reside in any mm -hmm. given sort of location. You do recall um, your trips to China and when you were uh, exposed to some of the philosophies there. Uh, you recall finding um, one of these concepts to be pretty uh, true in real life, which is the concept of feng shui how the energy of the land and geography can influence the energy of the places and buildings built there. And you've noticed over your career that there is a certain degree of truth to this concept. Uh, on the map of Miskatonic next to the photograph, you do notice that um, parts of the school have a meandering river sort of wrapping around the, um, the hills of the campus. And in that philosophy, water is a sort of blockade of negative energy. It absorbs it and blocks it from blowing into a location. And so your intuition is that if there were going to be a place which has bad energy or where dark rituals happen, it would probably happen on the other side of the campus. Gotcha. On the, on the far side, close to the river? The, the part that is away from the river. So the river would block negative energy entering that side. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you do notice that the, um, the agricultural department and the um, liberal arts schools, those buildings, are on that side of the campus. Hmm. Those are the buildings that are the furthest from water. 
Of, of course. The most evil of majors. Agriculture. <laughs> Agriculture. <laughs> That's not meant as a direct comment on any major. <laughs> You know what's the most evil of that? Animal husbandry. <laughs> <sighs> that was a very long-winded explanation. I'm very sorry. No, no, I was <laughs> glad for it. It was a good explanation. Good information. Uh, JD, what did you roll again? I didn't. I just. I casually suggested that I could check the entire. Oh. Entirety of the of the college, just okay. room by room. <laughs> <laughs> just real quick. Can, Does do the I cult ever... meet here? Does the cult meet here? I'm just. I just realized Abernathy would say, "Oh no, this is very interesting." Do you do? You, have you all heard of Feng Shui? Yeah. So, so the whole time I was <laughs> yes. talking, there was actually Abernathy going on a really long-winded explanation. And, and by the end of it, everyone was just kind of like, "Oh God, he's doing it again." Oh, Wolf's halfway through his pancakes, just like, "Uh huh." I think Darla's so bored by him that she uh, sort of tries. The, the scrying, like she yeah. So, Darla, um, <laughs> she gets bored, and then Shady's eyes are just she's glazed so, over. She's so bored, she turns to witchcraft. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Darla, you as you do, you have observed in your in your recent efforts to hone your craft that it is easier to attune to the spiritual world when the sort of more material experiences the, the five senses and your awareness of what's around you is muted. You find that when things are quiet or when you're particularly focused, you tend to get your impressions. And so Abernathy's speech helps you quite a bit. It helps you seven <laughs> dice worth. Whoa! It just completely numbs you to everything happening around you right now out of sheer boredom. And it, it really, it, it sharpens that psychic eye to a point. Because there's absolutely nothing else garnering your attention in this moment. And it's it's in that as you are gazing at this picture, at the this tiny little swatch of fabric in the background of this photo, and sort of just zoning out and, and reaching out with your third eye, that you are sort of transported into that space. You unintentionally astral project yourself into Ooh. that room. Whoa, that's cool, Stark. <laughs> and uh, what you see, and this is just a flash, um, it's the, the time between the start of a blink and when you reopen your eyes and your pupils focus on what's in front of you. It, it is just a flash. But you are blown away by the sensation. You're blown away by the smell of gasoline and fire, you're hit with cloying, hot, humid dampness, with the sensation of earth over your head and walls reaching up on either side. Uh, your ears prick with the low murmurs of people all around you, and the shuffling of footsteps and cloth, the whispers as they all look at this caged animal who snarls and whines and beats itself against the bars. And Johnson standing in the center of this circle and explaining the dangers of lycanthropy to his rapt audience. And even in this moment, you, as, as you are soaking in all of this experience of, of something which has already happened, but which you through your powers are experiencing again, 
you have the presence of mind to look around and try and find any clue as to where this actually is. And what you see is on the wall, you see these uh, thin rectangular metal squares. The wall is all of metal squares, the floor, um, earth and stone. And on the far side, you see a glowing sort of out of place in this, what at first appeared to be an extremely um, odd and supernatural location, uh, ominous almost, you see a glowing red exit sign. And that clues you into the fact that this is very much a modern construction in, in a, a sort of commercial or, or educational space. What do the, what are the, the rectangular metal Packards, what do they look like? They look like, you know, how when you're in a, um, uh, like a funeral home and they have people that are sort of like in the walls and they have little headstone plaques that are like that? Or is it like... They're more like windows. They're metal and windows? They're, they're a metal uh, structure with clear panels inside okay. that form the walls and the ceiling. And they're sort of frosted in a way, and it's dark outside, which is why in the picture it's not immediately obvious what the room is. Um, but when you're standing in it, you very much recognize it as a, uh, a greenhouse. Oh. So we're, I'm underground under the greenhouse. You, you thought you were underground at first, but you're not. Okay. It, the ceiling in the darkness felt like you oh, were... Okay. I understand. Sorry. You had the sensation of being underground, and it's only as you gather your wits in the moment that you take a closer look and you see where you really are. It's simply because the the atmosphere and the floor and the torches, it all felt very much like being in a cave. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Then do I... So And then you are, uh, just as jarring, you are brought back to the present moment. She sort of breathes in really sharply, and then sort of up and maybe looks at Mason and she goes, it's, it, it's the greenhouse. Yeah. That's where it is. Well, good enough for me. Probably seen something. Abernathy's going to inspect where the greenhouse is and see if that works where the fucking river is. <laughs> it is on the opposite side of campus from the river. That is an evil ass greenhouse. <laughs> are we, are you not, she was just like shouting and stuff. Does this happen all the time? Yes. Not as often as we'd like. <laughs> Listen, it's an art, not a science. Yeah. Okay. I think it she's, might actually be a science. She's getting better all the time. I, I see. So this is not alarming. No. Okay. No. Now the picture just told me where it was. No, it's entirely normal. Only mildly. Gotcha. She no. makes the like, okay sign with her hands. There are much more alarming things in the world. Yep. You get used Pancake. to it over time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thanks. I, I haven't eaten. She takes a pancake from your to-go container and uh, takes a bite. Consider some field work. It might help with recruitment. Give you perspective. Well, if that's what I have to do, I guess I will. But I really I really like being indoors, mostly. Mm. Anyway, let's go. I can show you the way. Hey, before we go, do you think that any more of his students are going to be in there? I know you let him out. You think they're going to try and do the ritual without us? I think it's very likely. But remember, I'm a teacher. 
I am all powerful here. Well, that's great, but do you think I should bring a gun? Well, they definitely came in handy. She looks at Abernathy pointedly. So, he, he just sort of shrugs and nods, just kind of like, you know. You know well, they are, good. to be honest, lady, they, sorry, ma'am, they are murderous <laughs> psychopaths, so. They're misguided students. Who like to murder. Potato, potato, let's go. It, well, before we go, if I may, Mason, didn't you mention that they had some sort of influence from Ishma on them? Oh, yeah, they do. The longer the thing's here, the harder it'll be for them to get back to their senses. Well, isn't it entirely possible that we could rid them of that? I mean, I think just taking I think we know somebody who might be able to, but... Uh, we don't know what we're going to find. But if we do find students, yeah, and if we do find that they still are continuing in the Ashwood Abbey's mission after Johnson's been removed, <laughs> then it would mean a lot to me to try and bring them back yeah, into the right way of thinking. Yeah, I, I'm just not comfortable that a werewolf is caged who might, may or may not be. I don't know if it's a werewolf this screen. time, but it certainly was last it time. Like yeah, but that's an old picture. picture right? We have no idea what it is now. That's, that's what fair. it is. That's fair. Let's just... I would say if he had already taken and developed a picture of it, given their reputation, it's probably long gone now. We should... Uh, but anyway, we got to hurry. before something happens. It's already been several hours. Yes. All right. Is everyone ready? More than. Yes. JD retrieves his bats now. Yeah, I Multiple. Think... Regular. And a babble. Dual wielding? <laughs> Dual wielding bat. Yeah. She um, walks you outside of the uh, apartment onto the quad across the, the sort of crossed sidewalks that form an X across the large. How many times did I say cross that sentence? The form an X traversed over the yard, I guess. Intersection. And it leads you down the the slope of the hill towards where the parking lot was, where you parked when you first got here, and then levels off at the bottom into a older uh, sort of yellow brick building with a low-pitched roof, and behind it a rather decrepit greenhouse with a few um, sort of lampposts out front with burnt-out bulbs. And uh, she, as she approaches, she kind of uh, puts her hand up in a stopping gesture. And you do see inside the greenhouse, uh, there are no lights on, but there are sort of figures moving in, in the, the sort of early evening light. She says, okay, well, there's definitely people in there. But are they, are they Ashwood or are they just students? Well, the, our agriculture department closed years ago. There was some kind of a murderous plant incident. Mandrake situation. <laughs> I'm not really privy to what it was. To be honest, the Ashwood Abbey got to it and we just decided to keep our distance. But... All the professors were fired, and the department was closed the next week, so no one really goes in there anymore. I suppose I should have considered it before. I mean, it's an unused building on the edge of campus. Of course they would use it, right? Yeah. Anyway. Or, you know, use it to smoke weed. I mean, I would. 
We're students, <laughs> and our first inclination is to set them right. You rather we just confront them? I think so. I think that's the right way to approach it. Uh, I think I can make a convincing member of campus security. Yeah, whatever. Your call. Or we could just talk to the Miss Hunters. Yes. I'd rather just They, see they this are done. part of the community now. They should know that there's a bigger world out there than just their sect. And they can't just All do in. whatever they want. And Wolf is already going again. Yeah, I'm, I'm heading that way. Uh, oh. The second uh, hey. So we all uh, chase Wolf as he yeah. leads the charge. <laughs> okay. In his characteristic fearless way. You uh, open the door and it is creaky with age and the handle leaves dust on your hand as you step through. Ew. The uh, inside, you see metal racks made of uh, sort of stands with chicken wire on top where plants would normally rest, but instead they've been pushed to the edges and at the far end, sort of crafted out of similar grid-locked metal is a, a cage which uh, presently holds some kind of fake creature. Oh. oh. It doesn't look exactly like the ones that you all have encountered, but you do kind of recognize it as something of Arcadia. It has the same sort of odd proportions and, and uh, vivid coloration. It's squeaking and making incoherent noises and flitting around the cage trying to escape. It doesn't have a mask? Its its mask is to look sort of insect-like. Hmm. So I'm describing it for the benefit of you and John and the listeners. The humans in the room only see like a very, very large insect, almost like a praying mantis with wings, that's trying to sort of fly around. Well, what is its, for the sake of handling, What what is its vice? <laughs> Uh, thievery. Thievery. <laughs> and it's like a gigantic, weird praying mantis? In fact, it, it it's vice to your eyes, John, shows up as shinies. <laughs> hmm. Is it, it's like a giant, weird praying mantis Think, thing? Yeah, like a weird, big praying it, mantis immediately thing. Immediately, before any words are spoken, Adam's, or, uh, Mason's just going to turn to uh, Abernathy and just be like, put that away. What? The, the locket? Yeah. Done. And just, like, <laughs> puts it away. Just kind of. And in the room is about 20 uh, students that are all um, in the midst of a clear um, sort of meeting, like a, a tense group meeting, as the upperclassmen from the crypt are all standing uh, next to the cage in front of the, the the sort of other students who are sitting on racks or standing to the side with their arms crossed or their hands in their pockets listening. Mm -hmm. And at the center is the uh, student that, that you met at the fair. I, I don't, I think I gave her a name. Uh, Actually, I didn't. I didn't, didn't give her a name. You didn't share it with us, so if you did, we wouldn't have known. Yeah. So um, one of the students yeah. sitting uh, says, uh, Jesse, if you think we're just going to keep going without the professor, you're absolutely crazy. Okay, like, we're not just going to go out hunting without him. Like, how would we even know what we were doing? And the, the girl, who you all now know is Jesse, 
um, looks between all of them, uh, and she says, okay, sure, so maybe we don't know how he picked his targets or where he found them, but that's what we're here to learn, isn't it? Like, we can't just stop pursuing our mission, right? Evil triumphs when good men do nothing. Isn't that what we learn in school? We have everything we need right here in this room. Between all of us, if we just band together, we can uphold the, the teachings that Johnson taught us, and we can keep doing what we've been doing. And this inspires a murmur in the, in the crowd, and the student who spoke up sort of stands, and he's like, it's okay, I don't want to stop either, okay? Like, for one, it's just, I like being a part of this group, and I think we're doing good stuff, and... Okay, come on. It's really fun, right? Like, it, it is really fun to just, like, go out there and, like, shoot them up and be heroes. But, I mean, we're just a bunch of students, okay? What happens if, like, what happens if the campus finds out? What if the police find out? This is insane. Well, you know what, Jacob? If you don't want to be part of this, then you can just leave. And Wolf takes out his phone. He's going to start filming, and he's just kind of going to stand there for a sec. <laughs> and it's at this point that you all, um, you, this all this conversation, this arguing happens very rapid, and it's happening as you're walking in, and it's pretty much as that exchange comes to an end that the, the door closes behind the last of your group and draws the attention of all the students. Sup? Oh, fuck. Says says Jesse. Uh, yes, we, we we managed to figure out where you all were. Yeah, no, seriously. Uh, doing something illegal one hundred and one. Don't pick the most obvious fucking place. And Wolfish is walking towards the group. He put he by all means they, his phone they are scared shitless. They are frozen in place. So what I really love, what I really love about all of this is not only did none of you bother to hide your faces. And he points to the cage. You also have kidnapped a critter, and what are you going to do with it? Torture it? Is that what this is? Is this one of those groups where you all pretend to be Ted Bundy and torture animals? Like, I watched that Netflix documentary, too. It really touched me, but this is, this is special. This is special. Jesse is like, we are studying at the same time that two of the other upperclassmen who are a bit more shameless just go, yeah, basically. Yeah, cool, cool, fucking cool. So, um, anyway, I've already uploaded it to Facebook, and I can start tagging. So how about disband, let it go, fuck off. You're not hunters, you're sociopaths. Oh, come on, look at it. It's, it's disgusting, it's not even human. So fucking what? What's your goddamn point, kid? And Wolf is getting right in, his, right in their face. What's your goddamn point? What, you kick dogs? Is that your thing? No. No, dogs oh, are, like, oh, 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 okay, okay. So you just like torturing ugly animals. All right, that doesn't make you fucked in the head. That doesn't make you fucking scary to be around. Jesus Christ, I hope you never have kids. You. Who are you? Simple. I'm the guy who knows more than you. Um. So, uh, Jesse, who you've been in the face of, swallows. And takes a step back and wipes the bit of spit from her cheek. Oh yeah, Wolf definitely was doing the spitting mad thing. 
Abernathy is as you know he's gained friendship points with Abernathy for this. Abernathy will remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and um at this point Jacqueline steps forward and she says, Thank you, Dr. Wolf. And she looks down at the the creature, which is clearly um sort of panicked and, and terrified, and all the students who now look uh very caught out. And she says how about you all explain more clearly what you think you're doing here? Oh, I want to hear this so bad. Please, spin me a yarn. Well, Jesse looks around. Come on. Well, I mean, she in her, in, in, in her own face doesn't, looks like uh, she doesn't really know what's going on right now. She herself looks as though she's been awakened. And she looks down at the thing in the cage and around at the students who all are now um, in the way that that groups tend to, they're all looking at her with a bit of expectation, like, well, go on, tell them, you know, take responsibility so that we can all be blameless. And she starts visibly, you know, going red and sweating. Well, it's just. It's just what? I mean, we have all given everything to be part of this, okay, and... Oh, good for you! Good for you! I'm so proud of you! You gave up nothing at a very elite college to join a murder fraternity. Mazel fucking tov! That's Jewish for fuck you! <laughs> I'm living. <laughs> and uh, Jesse starts starts uh, tearing up, and, and she sort of crosses her arms defensively. What? You're a big, brave hunter, right? You captured this animal, right? And you were going to do what to it? Come on, talk to me! We were just me. doing what we were told! Oh, that's a great fucking excuse. And Wolf's gonna point to uh, one of the older-looking people in the room. Is there, like, a student who looks like maybe a grad student or someone? No, they're they're all, they're all sophomores, juniors, like, fairly gullible. Oh, my God. Young. You're all just a bunch of kids. Listen. Join a fraternity. Join a sorority. Join the fucking anime club. I don't care. Because this is not anything. This is you guys finding an ugly dog and kicking it. This is you looking at things that are a little different than you and deciding, yeah, it deserves to die. We can't just n do nothing. We we know this stuff's out there. How do you expect us to sleep at night just, like, ignoring it? It's like... Learn about it. Here. And Wolf's got to point a thumb over at, uh, at Professor Wayne. And Professor Wayne now looks caught out, and she sort of straightens up. And, and her shoulders sort of raise a little in tension. Uh, they know way more than that fucking asshole knows. And way more than any of you stupid fucking kids who can't even buy liquor yet. Uh, listen, what I think Wolf is trying to say, <laughs> in a very not tactful way, I, it's, oh, I fine. it's fine, it's fine, I respect you. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> but what he's trying to say is there's better ways to go about this than running around killing things. He's saying that you should find some respect for the things that you're working with and do your best to learn about them beforehand and then make a judgment call. 
I thought that's what we were doing. Absolutely not. We were we were learning where close. they where they lived, and we were learning how to track them from from what they hunted and, and how they behaved in the wild. Do you hear the differences? Then tell me what this thing is. Well, that's that's a that's a fake creature that came from and? the hedge, and 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 it's attracted to people's jewelry. We we the professor was able to track it. Uh, based on a bunch of local robberies, and and we found it outside of a bank, and, and we we helped stop him from from hitting another place. So you think that the punishment for stealing a couple of things is murder? Well, you can't tell me other hunters don't kill what they find. Are other hunters correct then? Well, we I as... would hope so. Listen, these things are out Otherwise, there. Otherwise, like, people, all these hunting, people are just operating outside the law, skulking around in the dark. For what? No reason? Killing at will? Just because they're afraid? And don't get it twisted. We're all afraid. I know that's what you feel right now. You're confused. You're terrified. You know... You've been yelled at by a six-foot-three... You think you know what you're supposed to be and what it takes to be that. But what you don't realize is that they're as afraid of you as you are of them. And there's a lot of dangerous things in this world. And it's scary for them, too. And they die. And they lose loved ones. And some of them you can work with and some of them will leave well enough alone. And you'll never know that if you just hunt and torture all the ones you find. You'll only find more enemies and more bodies waiting for you at home. So, you're fortunate. There's someone here that knows a lot and isn't going anywhere and wants the best for you. It wants you to become something better than what you are now. And what you've done doesn't have to be what you do for the rest of your life. And you can make a decision about that. But if you dig your feet in right now, and you stand up and tell us we're all wrong and you won't give it up, and you won't make a change, then you'll just become exactly like Dr. Johnson. You'll become someone who operates outside of the law at the expense of everyone else but themselves. And you will amount to nothing but pain and misery and loneliness. I promise you that. Please. Um, any motions over to uh, Wayne. Wayne. Professor Wayne? Listen to her. I understand there's been a rivalry at the school for a long time. But you can change that. You can. All of you. I'm with him, says the, the kid that was arguing at the top of the scene. And uh, on that, the whole group seems to pivot. Uh, heads start nodding, and 
friends start whispering in each other's ears and looking skeptically at Jessie. And Jessie wipes her, her watery eyes and, and sniffs, wipes her nose. And uh, she walks over to Professor Wayne and she says, Professor Wayne, would you please take us on? And she looks back at, at Mason and Wolf with a, a sort of fearful glance. We uh, apparently have gotten a lot of things wrong, but we only want to do uh, what's good for, for the world. And, uh, and maybe have some fun doing it, says one of the, the students in the back. Yeah, I mean, we're not really like book bookworms or anything. And uh, at this point, she starts rambling. And Jacqueline cuts her off with a hand. She says, The ages, Kaidoru, will always have a place for second chances. And I apologize for failing you. As... As someone in the Aegis that represents the pursuit of knowledge and the protection of the innocent, I failed all of you in letting you succumb to his influence. I think we all have something to learn from this, and it would be an honor to help you all improve yourselves. That's all well and good, but what are we going to do with this giant mantis in the cage? We'll take it back to the hedge. We'll take care of it. Drop it off after we uh, deal with a few things. Excuse me, uh, yeah. sir, Matt. Excuse me. Uh, are you able to speak? In the cage? Yeah, I'm talking to the cage mantis. Uh, it does not. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just making sure. We'll deal with it later. Stop. Perhaps. Is the cage small enough to move? Transport? It's like the size of a dog carrier. And uh, Jacqueline looks around at the students and she says, Has anyone here been to the hedge before? Perhaps we could make this a field trip. No, 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 no. no. Wouldn't recommend that. Not not recommended at all. At the moment. The hedge is very... Easier. Not in, not in the hedge, but to the gate, so that the students will recognize one if they see it. I suppose so, okay, but yeah, wait, wait until grad school. That, that's, I mean, it's very easy to get lost from there. Yeah, I mean, if, yes, it is. If, I mean, if we're gonna open one, they could look at it. I don't think that'd be I would too much from prefer, a distance. I, I would yes. prefer that we. Um, get any jewelry that we have uh, away from the thing that's inclination is to steal jewelry. Oh, yes. <laughs> and Abernathy just sort of like takes a few steps back. All right. Well, let's let's give ourselves 30 minutes to stash our valuables and then maybe you all can provide all of us with an educational experience. If that's all right. Right. We're going to have to go somewhere a little bit more covert, maybe in the woods. You know, a, a good spot. Well, as long as we well, the grounds it. are surrounded by woods. That shouldn't be too hard to find. Okay. We we probably could do it right here. I'd prefer to not. Just not chance anything. 
All right. That, well, if the gate can persist, be... then we certainly shouldn't do it on campus. Yes. Yeah, we should do it as far away from all the other no. students as possible. All right. All Just right. in case something comes out. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't last that long, but, uh, you know. Anyway. Well, thank you all. So, you reconvene later, having removed all your jewelry, I assume. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is there, like a, a is there any there, other preparation you all would like to do in that time? There's a uh, secret compartment in the floor of the RV, so we could put it there. I think before we go and open this hatch gate, I think Darla's going to go to Wolf. Um, you find Wolf behind the RV having a cigarette. And... Um, I think she's gonna pull out her own pack and say, "Can I, can I bum a lot?" Sure. And he does that thing where he takes the end of his cigarette and makes the cigarettes the kiss. One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> no, Jeez. Um, and she is gonna sort of smoke for a couple minutes and then just go. So, are you doing okay? I'm terrified, Darla. Of those kids, or? All the time. Every time I'm awake, every time I go to sleep, uh, every time I think about it for too long, I kind of feel that sort of crushing coldness sort of thing. I mean, I haven't hallucinated in a hot second, so that's fun. But at the end of the day, I have to live with the fact that it could be me in a dog carrier one of these days. Well, not if I have anything to do with it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I kind of. No, it was good. Went fucking Those ballistic. kids needed to fear God in them. You basically, and it was really cool, but you basically pulled all down all their pants and spanked them in front of God and everybody. I just, I kept thinking about. I kept thinking about my sister, and she's in college, and she's a freshman, and. If she knew what I was, I don't know. I don't know if she wouldn't join a group like that. That's... Yeah, that's a lot. Well, does your sister love you? I like to think so. I can't imagine that she would. Fair enough. So... I understand that you've you've been through some stuff recently and you you're still kinda of dealing with it, but you know, if you ever need to talk and you know, I'm not the greatest person at that sort of thing, but nobody here's gonna let you You're better than J D. You say I'm better than J D. You're better than J D at it. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> no, no, seriously, you are objectively better than J D. Literally, J.D. asked me a question about it one time, and then he ran off as fast as he could. And you know how fast he could run. Yeah, so you just saw the dust trail? Oh my god, it was like there was a cartoon dotted outline where he was. It was... It was, it was. Mike, Michael is over here. Yeah, Michael is over that's here. That's not how that happens. <laughs> that's exactly... You know, maybe that's why he's so fast, because he's running from his feelings. <laughs> I mean, you said it, not me. <laughs> Listen, nobody, as long as you're with us, nobody here is going to let that happen to you, okay? Thanks, Darla. You're welcome. Now, come on, we got to go open up a hedge.
Yeah, no, I've been trying to figure out how I can do that. I keep thinking maybe if I just, uh, pretend it's some ritual thing, they won't. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. I can get some, some of my, my fancy books that Abernathy bought me, and we can make it look real spiritual. Oh. Oh my yeah, god, do we have anything that could be like robes? I have a bathrobe. Yes, let's go get our bathrobes on, and then and we can light some candles. Oh my god, we are going to ruin these kids. You realize that? Yes, do oh, it. Oh god. Well, we don't want them repeating it. <laughs> I guess you got a point. You got a point. All right, let's go get let's go get our instrument. Uh, meanwhile, elsewhere in yeah, the RV. Um, I'd like I, I'd like I know uh, still kind of JD's gonna hang out kind of wherever the kids are, mm-hmm. uh, congregating, waiting for all this. Um, is there anybody who still seems like they're like pretty pissed off about the situation? I mean, there's certainly a lot of um, unrest. Really, the, all of them seem to be at a loss. They they seem chagrined to have a, another moral stance sort of presented to them mm-hmm. that makes them look bad. But at the same time, they all know what they've been taught and indoctrinated for some of them years. Mm-hmm. So you could really walk up to any one of them and find someone with a little bit of doubt. I mean, I'm looking for anybody who's like specifically like seeming like they're not gonna, they're not receptive. To this at all if there's no one like that then then well, yeah you you find a few um i, I walk up to him like hey guys uh yeah um it looks like you're not super into the whole idea of your club being uh changed look some of us like to kid ourselves about like Oh, we didn't know, you know, like, we were just doing good. Like, bullshit, okay? We knew what we were doing. And the bottom line is, life here's super boring, all right? And, you know, it was kind of exciting to, like, go out and hunt stuff down and feel like you were really doing something important. I mean, how many school assignments really feel like you're actually, like, doing something? Mm-hmm. You know? It's, like, just such a fucking waste of time. Uh, it's just like this, like, prison that people put you in until you're old enough to be proclaimed an adult, you know, and, yeah. like, unleashed on society. I, I understand where you're coming from, but let me tell you, if you want to approach this the right way, there's more than enough excitement to be found. And, well, here. And he unbuttons the top button of, of the button down, and he pulls aside to show the burn scar... That he got from essentially from tackling the, the demon. Yeah, from the demon. From Ravenna. Um, and he goes, this is done to me in this line of work. Now, as you can imagine, it was a exciting event, to say the least. Dude, that's sick. Um, that's badass. But that wasn't inflicted upon me by <laughs> some fey creature in a cage. That was the fault of another hunter. What? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people out there who are willing to abuse their power. and They don't care who gets in their way. And the real form of these monsters isn't just some weird looking bug it's it's what they've done what they do what they choose to do with that 
And if you, now that you know about this stuff, you're going to have <laughs> excitement coming out your jeans, guys. Um, there's there's going to be more than enough to go around. And if you listen to Miss Wayne and you help her retrieve some of the things she's looking for, it's going to be probably, you're, you're probably going to wish things would calm down a little bit. Um, but don't judge things by the way they look. Um, other hunters and other people can be just, just as big of monsters, if not more. So if you want excitement, you're in the right spot. And you're in a spot where you'll actually do some good in the meantime, which I don't think is going to hurt anything. Um, well, sure. Okay, hey, you're, you're like, a, like a professional hunter, right? Yeah. <laughs> he kind of smiles to himself. Yeah. Can, okay, I just... Can I ask you... They don't, like, do drug tests or anything, right? <laughs> Um, I would assume that depends on your specific affiliation. Oh, okay. But no. Okay, <laughs> cool. Because, like, I mean, I mean, I know, I know I'm in pre-med, but, like, I know they drug test, and I, I'm just not sure I could, like, pass. Well, you might not want to, you know, get into a, a, a scruff, um, when you're when you're on your own supply, but other than that, I think you'll probably be you could probably be all right. Oh, okay, awesome. JD doesn't do drugs, does he? Nope, never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank, well, thanks, man. And he like holds his yeah, hand out. Thanks, hand. I, I, I'm, thank you for for taking the time. I, I appreciate it. It's not a problem. Just keep an eye out. Look at JD proving Wolf wrong. Look JD. at this. He's being all responsible. Yeah. He's never done a drug. No. I don't do a drug. <laughs> Which is the Miraplani. Uh. The Miraplana. So, uh, with that, does anyone have anything else they'd like to do before? Uh, Abernathy also had a drama scene, but I'm going to hold off considering <laughs> I just had two in a row. Um, but I will say that he uh, he comes in just like, well, where did I, where, where did I leave that? And then he just sees Darla and, uh, and Wolf. It's just like in bathrobes, just with, with big smiles, and... with candles and books, and he's, and he's like, "I want in." <laughs> well, then put on your bathrobe. Ba I have a spare bathrobe. Do you need it? Yes. All right. All right. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. It's gonna be great. <laughs> okay. You wouldn't happen to have any lamb's blood, would you? Not on hand. Hold on. I can get a hold of that. I can get a hold of the love bug right now. Do you think he could airlift us in some lamb's blood? No, I don't know if we can do that that quick. Well, you just go like, no, 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 I, I got some cranberry juice in the fridge. Oh, even better. <laughs> okay, we'll make it work. So, yeah, a short time later, you're all in the woods uh, a few miles away from the school. Uh, would you like to describe your ritual? I'm pulling up, I'm pulling up some stuff right now. <laughs> I think they're fucking with the kids. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Yeah. But who's gonna buy this? So we've uh, found every candle that we could find in the bus, which is not that many. They're all set as many as we hope for. The wolf. Yeah. <laughs> and they're um, sort of scattered around a clearing. <laughs> Except for a little aisle in the middle <laughs> that we are going through walk through. Uh-huh. Um, 
and uh, so we have found uh, some sort of container for our cranberry juice, mm -hmm. which uh, Wolf is holding. Yes. I, I'm going to call it a chalice. A chalice, yes. I, I'm not going to question where it came from. You just have it. <laughs> yes. Yes, John. I'm going to, Mason might go up to Wolf while they're setting up and be like, do we need a doorway? Uh, no, I just need like a, and Wolf kind of holds out his finger and he traces around a little clearing in the trees. As long as it's like a complete circle, I can make it work. Okay. Yeah. All right. By the way, uh, could you hold this? Okay. What, what is oh, this? Oh, it's, uh, just some hamburger. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks. Abernathy comes up in the bathrobes and he has like a huge smile on his face. He's holding that hardcover book of the law that was purchased previously, the one with the penis on it. So, since you're going to be opening the portal, Wolf, I think you should lead the ceremony. Oh yeah, no, I'm going to take a mouthful of blood. I'm going to let it dribble down and do like a spit take sort of situation. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I wanted to do some reading. Yeah, maybe we can have him, maybe he can read from the book and then I can present... The, the juice oh, perfect, to you. perfect, perfect, I love that. Yes, present him the juice. And then you can spray it out of your mouth and then that opens. Sure, sure. Oh, right. yes, Yonic imagery. Violent, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, we want these kids right, to leave thinking Dungeons & Dragons manuals are like super important. Oh, yes. what's Dungeons & Dragons? Don't worry about it. All oh, right. We're educate you. <laughs> so, uh, with that, you all break up your planning. And Jacqueline gets the students all in a, a sort of orderly circle around the the candle lit visage, I guess. Clearing. Clearing. And she looks expectantly between you all and she says, uh, so I'm assuming this is how you normally do things? Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, good. I, I definitely want the I want the students to uh Learn what real hunters do. Yeah. Yes. This is accurate, yes. In fact, some would say it's the most accurate way you could do this. Uh, and on that, Jacqueline nods and turns to the student. She says, all right, well, now the hunters of the... What was your cell again? We don't have a name, do we? Whoever speaks uh, first gets to christen this forever. Oh, I hope you fuck. know. Fuck. What did we call it before? We were just saying. Shit. We just call it ruin. We ruin everything. Um, ruination. Ruin. Ruin. That that sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. No. Let's not call it that. Uh, we're the cancer cell. Uh, yeah. So the people of the cancer, the hunters of the cancer cell, are going to demonstrate a hedge opening ceremony. So. Everyone watch closely. You may need to know this in your future careers. I need both. I need one of you to take a post at the east and one of you to take a post at the west. Okay, we'll go down the aisle and we'll separate in the middle. Sounds good. She whispers as they're walking that direction. Yeah, so we do this sort of like long drawn out, sort of like, you know that sort of ethereal glow that they have in Lord of the Rings whenever the elves do anything? <laughs> whenever the elves do anything. It's so <laughs> dramatic. Uh, and as they're going, like, uh, Abernathy just pulls open just to a random page, and he, sit, and he says, Hear me, you people of sighing! The sorrows of pain and regret are left to the dead and the dying! The folk that are not, that not know me as yet! These are dead, these fellows! They feel not! They are for the poor and sad! The lords of the earth are kinsfolk! <laughs> just, just going further and forth. 
and and Darla and Wolf split at the at the crux of the aisle as they agreed. Darla offering him a, the chalice of quotation marks blood, and Wolf holding it aloft and gazing among the students. Mecca like a high, Mecca hiney ho. <laughs> and then glug. Uh, yes, pressing the mug to his lips, he takes a big mouthful as if to drink, and then feigns with dramatic, uh, almost Presbyterian shivers, and then spits it as it, and it drips over his, his uh, bearded chin, uh, down his neck, and ruining his robes as he continues. And while I do that, and while so, I do that, I'm just gonna shoot a glamour into the clearing and make a little hole. <laughs> <laughs> And so distracted by the theatrics, the students do not uh, notice any kind of paranormal activity from you, Wolf. They simply see a portal emerge from what was once the mundane forest. They see vines creeping up and forming an arch, just as they have done for you in the past, Wolf, and leading deeper and darker into the unknowable realms of the hedge. Mason just fucking drops the hamburger meat on the ground. Just <laughs> <laughs> still in the background, Abernathy's like, Behold, these be grave mysteries, for these are also my of my friends who are... Who, who be hermits. This is small text. Just, <laughs> just looking, looking over at JD. JD like, JD's going to take the carrier and just casually walk over and toss it in. <laughs> <laughs> and with that... Klaatu, Harada, Nikto! The portal closes. <laughs> and then Darla goes, It is done! <laughs> Excelsior! Hip hip huzzah! And uh, at first, the students all sort of watch you with raised eyebrows, and Jacqueline begins an enthusiastic applause. <gasps> and then all the students, of course, copy. Magnificent, magnificent. Thank you so much. I've never seen a hedge ritual before. This yes. is fascinating. I'll have to write a report and, and put it around on the network. Don't oh. worry. It's interesting every time you see it. <laughs> Please, uh, for the sake of anonymity, uh, leave our names out of it. Oh, of course, of course. We wouldn't want Net Zero just putting your names all over the place. No. Definitely not. It's a very, uh, it's sort of a homebrew, you see. We already have enough. Uh, well, we all have our trade secrets. Yeah, I completely yeah, understand. Just say it. that's not the only way to get in the hedge. So well, keep your eyes and ears open. Well, also understand that it only works in a uh, under a uh, and Abernathy looks up a, uh, a waning gibbous moon. <laughs> we have a completely <laughs> different ceremony for a waxing gibbous. Yes, no. yes. <laughs> oh, of course, of course, the moon, the moon phases. Well, anyway, it's getting dark. Uh, off we go, everyone. We wouldn't want to be caught by uh, any nasties in the dark. <laughs> no, of course not. Right. Yep. And uh, it's as the students uh, sort of evacuate the clearing and your party mates uh, laughing and, and, you know, sort of very complacent with their your impromptu ceremony, all gather up the materials, that uh, Mason, you uh, take in this sort of fun moment with your, your friends who are quickly becoming your family. And under the light of the uh, waning gibbous moon, you feel a thrumming in your gut as Aishma, invisible to all of your friends, hovers overhead, 
reaching out through the trees and looming over, almost blocking that light specifically from you. And with the locket so near in Abernathy's pocket, he's thrumming in your veins and he's pulling you almost forcefully towards Abernathy at all times and chanting, my eye, my eye, my eye, get me my eye, get me my eye, you promised, you liar, you promised. And on that note, with Ashma waiting to reclaim himself and to finish the deal which was started with Mason, we will end our episode rather early. Uncanny Valley Cancer Cell was created by Buckle Nagel and Stephen Pope and produced by Buckle Nagel, Stephen Pope, and Deanna Venable. Editing and mixing done by Stephen Pope and John Tompkins. The players are Deanna Venable's Darla, Garrett Schmickle's Abernathy, Stephen Pope as Wolf, Michael Morris as JD, John Tompkins as Mason, and Buckle Nagel running the game. Hunter the Vigil 2nd Edition is created and published by Onyx Path Publishing. Find us online at Uncanny Show on Twitter and at UncannyValleyShow.com. Make sure to check out other Saving Throw Show productions like Wild Cards or Experience Pointers wherever you get your podcast. And hey, have a good night.